Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Folks, Black Star Network is here. I'm real uh, revolutionary right now. Support this man, Black Media. He makes sure that our stories are told. we have now we have to keep this going the video looks phenomenal see this difference between black star network and black owned media and something like cnn you can't be black owned media and be skate it's time to be smart bring your eyeballs home you dig
Hey, folks, today is Tuesday, September 6, 2022. Coming up on Roland Martin on Filter, streaming live on the Black Star Network from New Orleans. Baltimore has a water crisis. What is happening in that city? We know what's happening in Jackson, Mississippi. We'll talk with the mayor of Baltimore about that very issue. For the first time since Reconstruction, a government official has been thrown out of office as a result for his participation in an insurrection. Folks, we're going to explain to you that law and what that could mean for tossing out other, other Republicans and Donald Trump supporters who participated in what took place on January 6th. Labor numbers are out, folks, in terms of their 71% approval rating for labor unions. What has happened in the last few years where we have seen the explosion of support for labor unions? We're going to get into that uh, on uh, today's show as well. Uh, lots to talk about on today's show. Uh, and so let's just get right to it. It's time to bring the funk. Roland Martin Unfiltered. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the fine. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. and residents living in a 56-block area of Baltimore are being told to boil their water as a precaution. There are some serious issues uh, taking place there with E. coli bacteria uh, that's been found in some of the water supply. Now, we've been covering these water issues. Last week, it was Jackson, Mississippi. It continues uh, to impact them there. Now, we're having the issue in Baltimore. Joining us right now is the mayor of Baltimore, Brandon Scott. Uh, mayor, glad to have you back on Roller Martin Unfiltered. Glad to be back, Mr. Rolla. All right, so let's unpack this. Uh, I, uh, I've heard, uh, Some folks said, oh, my goodness, another major American city, largely African-American, having issues with water. So explain to us exactly what's happening in Baltimore as it relates to water in this 56-block area. Yeah, thank you. And I think uh, there's some, uh, we understand, and of course, I am very cognizant of the, the, the issue, the crisis happening in, in Jackson and with my brother, Mayor Chakwe, uh, but this is a little different. So uh, all of this information with the E. coli for us, Roland, is self-reported. So uh, we routinely here in Baltimore uh, take proactive samples from 90 locations within our distribution coverage area, which really equates to 360 samples a month. On Friday, September 2nd, we did test it. We tested several locations. Uh, DPW did. Uh, uh, and 19 of those locations as identified on this map, on the map that you just showed up. On Saturday, we were notified of a possible positive test and immediately had the, the specimen uh, retested for confirmation per emergency protocol. Uh, we also immediately began coordinating with agencies and the facilities in that impacted area. Uh, the most important thing is, again, you see, when you see all of those green dots on the map, uh, those are places that had negative test results for E. coli. On 
only that one red dot in that small block area is positive. And what is happening as a result of that, uh, I open our emergency operations center because this is an emergency situation. Uh, we have now went out yesterday after working with our state and our partners to retest 24 specimens that we collected uh, through Monday evening. And that, and we will provide that update. It takes 24 hours for those results to come in. You have to let it sit. And my Office of Emergency Management is leading the efforts around everything here, including water distribution uh, to those who have been impacted by the E. coli and uh, uh, the, the contamination and are in that boiling water uh, uh, coverage area. That large area that you saw, we put out in an abundance of, ca of caution. And as of 6 p.m. today, we've already given out 172,000 bottles of water to individuals seeking such support. And that's not, and we're also taking it to uh, senior facilities and high rises and things like that. We're going to be here. I'm going to be here. Uh, we're going to continue to monitor that. We're going to continue to have three uh, water distribution sites in that area to make sure we're going to be making sure that we get it to people who can't get to us. Uh, but we are in, in a little bit of a different situation because we also know uh, that our treatment facilities, right, all three of our water treatment plants, our plants are up to code. Uh, that water coming out of there does not have E. coli. That's tested every couple of hours to make sure that that's not happening. So we know it's hyper-located, and as we go through with these retests, we'll be able to go in and see, is it as a result of a water main break or some construction that introduced uh, contaminants into the system, and we'll be taking the efforts needed to make sure that we get that out of the system so that we can provide the water that we know people deserve. Do you have uh, an estimate on how long uh, this is going to be an issue? Yeah, I, the, the testing is the key, Roland. I think the, the most important thing that your viewers can know is that, again, this is self-reported. We tested on the second, got the results on the third, retested on the, on the fourth, and got that, that confirmation of that one positive test. And then we went back and retested all of them uh, to make sure uh, yesterday. And then we'll get those test results in tonight. And from there, we'll be able to then determine where we go, right? Uh, if we, we still have a positive test, if we have more positive, if we have more confirmed negatives in those locations that we can talk about uh, uh, shortening that area and focusing in. So at, in the next few hours, as we go through the night and into the tomorrow morning, we'll have a much clearer picture as those results come in. And even though we took those tests yesterday, the way that these work through, through the scientists and those folks is that you have to, these things are only come back after 24 hours after it is uh, that specimen is taken, which is why we have to await those results. Um, we, uh, again, we, as we've looked at what happened in Jackson, we've talked to folks in other cities as well. And look, there are mayors across this country who are having to deal with this issue. We know what happened in Flint with their water crisis there. The mayor of New York City talked about a major development there in Brooklyn impacted uh, by uh, issues with their water. I mean, this is one of the most basic fundamental needs uh, of residents. Uh, and so uh, what are the conversations being like with you, your city council, but also your counterparts across the country when we talk about infrastructure and water? Yeah, it's one of the biggest things, right? And I think this is why you hear 
uh, mayors across the country uh, be so excited about the president and his administration infrastructure, water infrastructure. And when you think about these 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 cities, especially your legacy old cities, your Baltimore, D.C., Philly, New York, Chicago, you know this better than anyone, Roland. These systems and things were built hundreds of years ago with the assistance of the federal government. And we know uh, that for many, many, many years, uh, not having that support and that, that fixing has came all the way down uh, to local governments that are already stretched thin. Having this 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 now uh, once in a lifetime chance to start to do that work, we're very grateful for a lot of the work that we've been able to do working with our congressional partners. We have the best congressional delegation in the United States Congress and looking forward to going even further with that work that will also, in addition to making sure that people get the healthy water, the things that they need, all of the infrastructure is also an opportunity for people in neighborhoods to get jobs and opportunity they need as well. Uh, well, look, it is certainly uh, a significant issue. Uh, we are glad to see uh, it is not as dire as it is there uh, in uh, Jackson. Uh, folks have uh, hit us saying, hey, if, if they want to offer help, how can they do so? What are you telling folks? Yeah, they should just get in contact with uh, the, the, the mayor's office of emergency management here in Baltimore, or they can find me on social media. It's very simple, at Mayor B.M. Scott, and we will get you connected uh, to folks. We're very grateful for companies and organizations, uh, Home Depot and others who have stepped up to help, and we want all the help that we can get to make sure uh, that we're impacting our residents as they go through this very trying time. All right, Mayor Brandon Scott, we certainly appreciate it. Thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you. All right, folks, uh, Jackson, Mississippi could be seeing their water crisis ends. Uh, reports say the city's water system is pumping clean water. Uh, for course, help flooded Jackson, Mississippi uh, in the past several days when they were without uh, suitable water. There have been a number of uh, folks offering assistance. We'll talk to the owner of a black water distribution company that heard the call to help uh, thousands uh, with their drinking water. Uh, so that is, again, it's one of those uh, one of those huge issues. We'll talk about that with him in a second. I want to bring in my panel right now. Uh, because, again, we, 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 when you look at this issue, when you look at what's happening all over, I mean, this is one of those basic things that all too often gets overlooked. Mustafa Santiago Ali, former senior advisor for environmental justice with the EPA, joins us. Teresa Lundy, principal founder of TML Communications. Later, Demario Solomon Simmons, of course, civil rights attorney and founder. Justice for Greenwood is going to be joining us. Glad to have uh, all three of you here. Uh, Mustafa, I'm going to uh, uh, start with you. This is in your wheelhouse here. Uh, and uh, again, you heard the mayor talk about the importance of those resources uh, that will be coming to America's cities and states as a result of the most recent bill that was sponsored, pushed by President Joe Biden, passed by this Congress. Uh, we're talking uh, billions and billions of dollars going into this company's infrastructure. And I keep saying it on this show until I'm until I'm blue in the face at some point in this country. We have got to stop waiting for things to fall apart and then go, oh, let's now fix it. Was the American Society of Civil Engineers. They share with us in their 2021 report that across America, when it comes to both drinking water and wastewater, America got a C minus. Places like Mississippi got a D. And then when you have that information, which all of our elected officials have that information, 
Then when you make choices about not supporting things like Build Back Better, which would have brought even more resources into the mix to be able to address this crumbling infrastructure and non-existent infrastructure in many communities, then it starts to also amplify you know, the parties that actually care about this set of issues and the people who are being most disproportionately impacted. Um, so, you know, we know that this is just going to grow because the climate crisis is going to exacerbate. It's going to put more pressure on these systems that are out there. Um, and if we don't make the investments now, then we are going to end up paying trillions of dollars instead of hundreds of billions of dollars. You know, Teresa, when people are deciding who they want to uh, support, uh, we often hear education, the economy. But uh, look, folks have better be making decisions based upon who's talking about improving infrastructure and how they're going to do it. You've got, you've got now the governor trying to float, oh, having uh, private industry take over uh, the water supply in Jackson. Well, hell, Jackson had to sue a company who didn't get the job done the first time. Uh, you know, again, going to private industry is not always the answer. And, and I just think people need to pay attention, especially African-Americans. We talk about infrastructure in our communities, our roads, our bridges, our sewer systems, uh, because too often our areas of town are being flooded, are being greatly impacted, uh, especially when you factor in climate change and, of course, years of neglect. You're absolutely right. So when we start looking at, um, you know, state and, and local uh, elected officials, um, I'll get to the federal part in a second. But I think when we talk about the state and local elected officials, part of it is prioritize, prioritizing taxpayer dollars. And so a lot of times when we are seeing, you know, the um, the misspending or the mismanagement of some of those functions, where it's like, you know, OK, well, let's wait an additional, you know, five or 10 years when it comes to some of these decisions. We are absolutely affecting those community communities that they are serving. And so, you know, when we start to look at some of those who actually want to run for public office, we I think, you know, not just looking at, you know, what quality of life looks like, but let's also look at, at infrastructure. Let's look at the economy um, and what they can do locally at the position that they're running for, because otherwise, you know, we're going to have these situations where we're not just having flooding. We're now having, you know, fires. We're now having electrical issues. We're now having, you know, uh, real estate and, you know, um, some of those type of issues that can actually decrease the property value. So, you know, some of these issues that are happening that I, you know, I believe, you know, right now in Pennsylvania, we're, you know, doing, you know, elections on the local and state level. And so some of these questions that are, you know, happening in the now um, need to be answered. Otherwise, they shouldn't get your vote. Uh, Mustafa, uh, I often have said on this show, uh, my parents worked with a civic club, Clinton Park Civic Club in Houston. Uh, and and there were these basic things they cared about. They cared about parks. They cared about roads. Uh, they cared about uh, cutting down, um, you know, abandoned homes, uh, getting rid of trash, things along those lines. And as people are listening, uh, they should also be thinking about um, where we live and are we living in low-lying areas or do our areas flood a whole lot? Um, uh, what impacts that? When we start talking about, again, uh, water, infrastructure is so huge. And, uh, and, I'll give, and I, I literally just left Texas. I was in Houston the last five days and Hurricane Harvey had the fifth anniversary. And out of the billions that came from the federal government, literally, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, was so spiteful 
he gave none of that money to Harris County, the largest county in the state that was greatly impacted by Hurricane Harvey. And so when we talk about infrastructure, we also have to talk about politics. Mississippi had a $1 billion surplus last year and refused to give a cent to Jackson, Mississippi, even though Jackson is the largest generator of sales tax revenue in the entire state. That's how red state Republican MAGA GOP loving elected officials are screwing over African-Americans and others. Without a doubt, we always got to check the receipts. And what I mean by that is that lots of times when these federal dollars flow, of course, they go right to the states. The governors then make a decision, uh, whether it's with a commission or them just making the decision about the places and spaces that are actually going to receive these resources. And what we find is that, look at Jackson as an example. Jackson got a significant amount of money through the ARPA. Most folks know it as a COVID relief bill. And they made some decisions. And when you look at if Jackson got, you know, a significant portion of those dollars, they did not. When you look at the bipartisan infrastructure bill, once again, they knew what was needed in Jackson, but they made a decision to actually send a smaller amount, a significantly smaller than what the mayor had asked for. So we find across the Black Belt, we find in Texas and a number of other locations that when it comes to our communities, we're not getting our fair share. And they already know that there's been significant disinvestment that has happened decade after decade after decade, you know, creating these health problems inside of our communities, actually making the businesses in our communities, um, and, you know, less valuable. And Teresa had just also talked about our homes. Um, so we've got all these different dynamics that are coming together. There is a cumulative set of impacts that are literally sacrificing our communities. And we have to change that dynamic by understanding the power in our vote making sure that we have both governors and folks on the <coughs> county, local level who care about our communities are willing to move the resources to those areas that are the hot spots. Uh, and, and again, um, I want people to be pay attention to these things. Uh, and again, if you're living in Texas, you're in Harris County, Greg Abbott screwed you. That's one reason why he should be thrown out of office come November. Uh, we have to be cognizant uh, of this whole issue of uh, of the infrastructure. I want to bring in someone, uh, a business owner there in Mississippi, uh, Teresa. Uh, he is a water uh, a water company. Uh, they stepped up and provided, uh, you know, bottled water to Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, Lee Coffee is the CEO of MSM Distribution. Lee, glad to have you uh, on the show. Um, water is just one of those basic things, frankly, we take for granted. Uh, and uh, when uh, the call went out, uh, your company uh, stepped up. Thank you for having me on the show. And like you said, uh, during the crisis, me and my company stepped up. We had water that we felt like, you know, the citizen needed. So it wasn't no question, no doubt, or nothing about it. When nobody to call and ask, we know we needed to be there to help. You know, the people, the people being played a big part in my business to where I am today. So we tried to stand a heavy hand wherever we could. Um, and your company, how long have you had it? I've been in business for two years now. Small business owner for two years. Like we started from 
$400 and now I'm up to shipping semis, you know, all, all with my own two hands. Didn't have the money to get the equipment that I needed. Uh, family was so poor, but we made it work. You know, we prayed, we kept, kept, you know, asking for blessings. Other people who stepped in and helped us in time or the need, you know, donated equipment. So, you know, it was, it was a, a structure starting out, but I got the hang of it. Uh, you know, they taught me the business side. So, that was even better, and, you know, I just took it and ran with it, tried to perfect my craft, you know, and touch many households and families as I could with the water we had. Uh, why did you decide to start the business? What were you doing before? Uh, I used to be on tour. I used to do music. I was on tour with the rapper Lil Boosie, uh, and on one of my last performances I had, I got on stage and my lungs collapsed. And I almost died uh, going through a lot of different surgeries, trying to find out why my lungs collapsed. Uh, to this day, we never found out, but I just took it as if when I got to the hype of my moment, God found something else for me to do. So when he steered me away, you know, they, they took me over to the water company. They heard, heard my music. They they liked it. They wanted me to test my music uh, with the water, you know, and take it everywhere I go. So. With all the context I had in the music industry, you know, I just came back around and formed a business and said I want to create generation wealth to keep going. And uh, I just want to be prosperous so I can hire other black people and make this biggest possible. So me from my music, that just led me right into the water. Um, my question is for so... Um uh, do you process it there in Mississippi? Uh, you know, and where do you bottle it? Did you just take us through uh, that. Okay, well, our headquarters in Artogaville, Alabama, where we blow our own bottles, we fill our own bottles, we label them, we cap them, we do everything in-house. This is a black-owned company with no additives, no chemicals, no preservatives, all natural with a pH of 6.9, some of the purest water on the market tested against some of the biggest name brands. Wow, that's, uh, uh, that, that's, that's uh, pretty cool there. Uh, and uh, obviously folks are asking here uh, in our various message boards uh, if they want to purchase your water, like I'm sitting here, uh, got a bottle of water sitting next to me here. Uh, if someone wants to purchase your water, is there a website they can go to? Do you ship it uh, to folks across the country? Yes, sir. We ship everywhere, all across the world. Uh, they can either hit me up on social media at MSM Distribution LLC, or they can go to www.1186realartesian.com. Um, all right. Uh, well, look, we certainly appreciate uh, you joining us uh, on the show. Um, it, that's pretty uh, pretty cool that you're, that you're doing that. Uh, and uh, and uh, is there a website folks can go to right now? Yes, sir. 1186.com website. Like I said, go check it out. Read about us. We are the only black-owned ultra premium water company in the world, and we'll be based right here in the United States. And again, uh, the website again? 1186.com. All right, then. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. Thanks a bunch. Mr. Coffee. good luck. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Teresa, uh, you know, one of the things that, first of all, why, why I think why that's awesome uh, is because, you know, again, we sit here and think about something as basic as water. Look, we buy, we drink, we might as well own. I agree. Uh, one, I am thoroughly excited about um, what he's doing. And again, this also shows, 
you know, what true entrepreneurship looks like. Um, but I was actually curious, a, a question of mine would have been, um, what has the city government, how have they received his services? And how are they also offering to help him to keep it going since they currently have a crisis? But um, it's definitely encouraging, um, you know, and look, I probably need to get a case with that type of pH balance myself. Uh, Mustafa, uh, again, uh, it's all about uh, uh, owning. Uh, that's what it boils down to. Oh, without a doubt. You know, CEO Coffee, first of all, you know, thank you for everything you're doing in this space. And being a leader and being one of the first is never easy. So, you know, the state of Mississippi, they got a lot of work to do. So one of the things they could do is make sure they have a contract with his company because they have a number of boiled water uh, alerts that are going to happen all over the state. So make sure that you have this in the warehouses so they can get out to folks. But, of course, they also need to work on their water infrastructure and get that right. Um, but, you know, I continue rolling to share with people all across the country about these huge sets of opportunities that are in the climate and environmental space of us being able to create our own businesses, not just be workers in the space, but create our own businesses. There are literally going to be billions upon billions of dollars. And if we don't take advantage of these opportunities to make sure that we are helping our communities to be healthier and we're creating stronger economic stability underneath of them by making sure that we're the business owners in this space, somebody else will fill that space if we don't. We see how folks come into our communities from other races and other places across the planet and make money in our communities. We should be making sure that we're taking advantage of these huge sets of opportunities that are just going to continue to grow. Uh, indeed. All right, folks, got to go to a break. Uh, when we come back, more on Roller Martin Unfiltered. Don't forget to support us here at the Black Star Network. Download the app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Uh, of course, uh, Sunday was the one-year anniversary of the Black Star Network. Uh, and so we certainly appreciate all of you who have downloaded the app, downloaded the app thus far. And if you want to join our Bring the Funk fan club, your dollars are needed. Uh, I said uh, last month, uh, we, we got to raise about $100,000 each month. Uh, to meet our goals for this year. Uh, and so uh, we're back on it in September. Uh, if you want to send a check on money order to go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 2037-0196. Cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. Can you believe the nerve of these Republicans? They only want to block progress for our community. They talk about cutting Medicare and Social Security. They played politics with veterans' health care. They voted against the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act and funding for our HBCUs and against lowering prescription drug costs for our seniors. These Republicans keep trying hard to stand in the way, but President Biden, Vice President Harris, and Democrats won't let them. They are delivering for us. The Democratic National Committee is responsible for the content of this advertising. When we invest in ourselves, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. As an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol, we're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear 
of white people. The fee that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. Pull up a chair, take your seat. The Black Tape with me, Dr. Greg Carr, here on the Black Star Network. Every week, we'll take a deeper dive into the world we're living in. Join the conversation only on the Black Star Network. We talk about blackness and what happens in black culture. We're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it, and you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause to long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in Black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Checks and money orders go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037 dash 0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. This is Judge Mathis. Hi, I'm Teresa Griffin. Hi, my name is Latoya Luckett, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Ten-year-old Thomas Jackson has been missing from Memphis, Tennessee, since August 14th. Thomas is five feet, ten inches tall, weighs 160 pounds, with black hair and brown eyes. Anyone with information on Thomas Jackson should call the Memphis, Tennessee Police Department at 901-545-2677. 901-545-2677. University of South Carolina women's basketball team will not be playing Brigham Young University. That decision was made by head coach Don Staley. She did so after the recent incident at BYU where a black Duke volleyball player said she uh, said that racial slurs were yelled at her during the game. Now, the Gamecocks were scheduled to start the season at home against BYU on November 7th. But Staley says simply uh, that's just that is not going to happen. Well, it wasn't a knee-jerk reaction, obviously, because I don't knee-jerk anything. I, you know, I, I vetted, I vetted it. I talked to various people um, that that was a part of the situation, um, and I just felt like I mean, I slept on it a few nights, and I just I woke up with the same just gut feeling that I sh I should not put our our players in that situation. I did not discuss it with our players. I did tell them, um, was it yesterday? Yeah, Friday. Friday that is going to be happening, and you know they, you know they, they nodded in in affirmation. So 
Um, and I, you know, I didn't do it to, you know, condemn BYU. I did not do that. This was a selfish decision, you know, and that was, I was only thinking about South Carolina women's basketball. And I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to, I, I wanted to handle it on my own, which is, you know, not hopefully involved anybody else that have to, have to deal with it. Um, meaning our administrators, although, you know, Coach Tanner was really good about um, supporting it. Um, I didn't want to bring up Rachel as well because I didn't want her to relive it. Um, I just wanted to make sure that um, our players didn't have to endure that because I didn't really have – I don't have the words. If, if something were to happen in that manner, I don't have the words to comfort them. So I, I'd rather um, just – just not put ourselves in that situation. Well, Brigham Young, they responded. They posted this on Twitter. We are extremely disappointed in South Carolina's decision to cancel our series and ask for patience with the ongoing investigation. We believe the solution is to work together to root out racism and not to separate from one another. Hashtag love one another. South Carolina is searching for another home opponent to start the season. Uh, now, um, what's happening here, Brigham Young, Brigham, Brigham Young University says the fan they banned from his athletic facilities after racist incident during a recent volleyball game may not be the person who shouted slurs during the match. The AD, John McBride, says BYU athletic staffers have been combing through the school's video recordings of the match to find anyone responsible. Uh, now, you've had uh, the, a conservative newspaper at BYU claim a source internally says, oh, no one has come forward uh, to... Uh, take responsibility for this or say they heard anyone shout it. And so uh, I've had uh, these uh, these trolls flooding up my timeline, uh, Teresa, saying you need to apologize. It's a hoax, but it's a single source within the police department. Nobody's actually stepped up. Uh, and so it, it's always interesting how these folks are so quick uh, to discredit this. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to call Rachel Richardson, uh, Jesse Smollett. They're using all kind of other derogatory uh, names. But uh, the bottom line is uh, this young lady said she heard what she said, uh, and uh, that's that. Dawn, uh, North Philadelphia, born and raised. So, um, look, we've seen racism, you know, inside of our communities, left and right, up and down, daily. So, um, you know, also, you know, kind of going to... Uh, again, social cyberspace in general, um, as it relates to Rachel, is always going to be, um, unfortunately, hatred. You know, people are making accounts that are private, and they are hiding and masking their racism. But I think this is an opportunity for not only um, the league, but also an opportunity for um, for individuals just to just re- um, just, just take a step back and also just reflect on, you know, um, how we should, you know, work as a team, understand that racism does exist, and also um, just, you know, hopefully, you know, figuring out um, how we could just root it out. And I think this is one of the, the major opportunities that um, they were absolutely able to do. Um, you know, Demario, the thing that's interesting here, uh, I mean, you got all these folks. I mean, like I say, they are commenting, they're posting, they're tweeting. You need to apologize. This was a hoax going back and forth. Uh, oh, there's no video. Uh, all, I mean, they're, they're throwing all the different things out. 
Uh, but the reality is the police department hasn't stepped up. Uh, saying, you know, citing a source in the police department, you don't even know who the hell that particular source is. But uh, it, it's always uh, these right-wing folks uh, who are trying to discredit someone black. Okay, tomorrow's talking. What's going on? You can't hear and me. Here. Hello? Hello? Now, now we got you. Okay. I was saying I'm a true fan of Don Staley, and this is a tremendous uh, show of leadership that she's saying I'm going to punish. See, I know she said she didn't want to punish BYU, but I'm racist should be punished, and racism should be punished. And I'm glad that she's not going to allow them, because Don Staley in South Carolina, they don't need to play BYU. They're a top team. BYU needs to play South Carolina. So this is the type of leadership that we talked about last week when we talked about this situation, that people, when they do racist things, they should be held accountable swiftly, and it should hurt. It hurts BYU to not play South Carolina. It hurts BYU for us to even continue to talk about the racism that happened to this young lady. And listen, Roland, you and I and, every, and Teresa and Mustafa, we all know, it does not matter if they had a video of an individual calling her the N-word on video. There will be people, those trolls, who will not believe it and not care that it happened. The same way they don't care what happens with what Donald Trump and all those other Republicans do, they don't give a dang. I'm proud of Don Staley, and I wish more black people in positions of power and leadership would exercise their power in this manner. Uh, Mustafa. I mean, Coach Staley as a player and as a coach has always been, you know, first class. And realizing and utilizing your power in the moment is incredibly important. Um, I, I'm always curious what other programs who are going to be playing BYU sometime, whether it is this year or next year, um, if they are going to show up. The other question is, you know, folks often talk about how they got religion after something has happened. You know, what were the policies that BYU put in place beforehand? When you purchase a ticket, is there any language that's shared with you about being anti-racist or that we are whatever the slogan was that they had, you know, one love another or something like that? And, you know, what are the other pieces uh, of uh, systems that you have put in place to make sure that racism is extinguished on your campus. Because when somebody comes onto your campus who's purchased a ticket, they are part of your BYU family. So not only students, but also the other folks who are going to spend time there have a responsibility for being anti-racist. Um, so um, it'll be curious to see who else may join uh, the actions that Coach Staley did um, and show that their commitment uh, to a changing world uh, is a part of their priority system. Uh, indeed, indeed. Now, folks, uh, there is something happening uh, actually uh, out of uh, Texas to another volleyball player, this time on the high school level. Uh, a Texas mother says her daughters were victims of persistent racial slurs uh, as visiting players at a volleyball match at New Bronzeville Canyon High School. Jennifer Gardner-Price posted this on her Facebook page, describing how students in the front row of the student section shouted the N-word at players from Hayes High School throughout the game. She said when coaches notified Canyon administrators, all they told the boys was, watch your mouths. Gardner said nobody got ejected from the game and the abuse continued as the girls left the gym. 
Comal Independent School District Acting Superintendent Mandy Epley addressed the incident on Facebook. Dear CISD community, I want to take this opportunity to address a situation that is currently being circulated on social media. Allegedly, at last night's volleyball game at Canyon High School, members of the Canyon student section made highly inappropriate and demeaning racial comments towards members of the Hayes High School volleyball team. Both the district and the Kenyan High School administration are actively investigating these allegations. Should it be found that any student, any one student or group of students made any sort of racial comments at any point during or after the game, they will be disciplined to the fullest extent possible. Como ISD and Kenyan High School will not tolerate this sort of behavior as it does not represent who we are as a district or as a campus. The student, staff, and community at Kenyan High School have worked hard to create a culture of inclusion and acceptance. Any comments that a single student or group of students may have made are not reflective of the overall student body at Kenyon High School or Como ISD. Finally, I want to personally apologize to the players and coaches on the Hayes High School volleyball team as well as the Hayes High School community for any inappropriate comments that may have been made. Please be assured that we will get to the bottom of this issue and that Como ISD will not tolerate any racial intolerant behavior. Ironically, the Hayes players all were displaying the number three on their hands in support of Rachel Richardson, the Duke University basketball player uh, who alleges that she uh, was hit with with racial taunts uh, there at BYU. Here's what I don't, and again, this is what I don't understand, and this is just me. Um, And Teresa, I'll begin with you on this one. If this happened in the moment, and you got the district who is saying, well, we, first of all, Hayes said they went to the administrators and they were like, okay, watch your miles. I'm sorry. This is a moment where I'm the coach. I'm saying I'm yeah. pulling my team off the court until y'all, right. until y'all get on that mic and publicly say something. Teresa? Absolutely right. You know, uh, and I think Musaka uh, touched on it earlier when we talk about coaches and their leadership. Um, and what does that really look like? We can't just, you know, be idly by just sitting and allowing things to happen because they'll continue to escalate. So what if that, you know, player decided to actually react, um, you know, to that racial slur? Then we're in another situation and now we're trying to figure out what is the consequence for that student reacting. So part of it is, you know, uh, one, holding people accountable, but also coaches having a firm understanding that their job is not to just call plays. Their job is to institute what leadership, what real teamwork, what is the foundation of integrity and bring it on to the uh, to the court in practice and um, while they're playing the game. And I think, you know, uh, really just exercising, you know, what racism, you know, really talking about what racism is. It's not, you know, something that's uh, blind. It is something heard. It is something seen. It is an action word. And so um, noting that, you know, I think also gives coaches the ability to show us exactly who they are and how they're teaching these kids. Uh, and and Demario, I'm to me, again, uh, it's not going to be, well, you know, we're investigating. No, in that moment, him, 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 all use the N-word. I want them thrown out. Man, listen, I just, once again, for those who are watching this, the same thing I said last week. If someone is spitting or saying the N-word to you, that is violence. It's not inappropriate language. They try to sanitize it. It is actual violence. And so what should happen when violence is happening? It must stop. And you're right, Roland. The coaches of the players who are victims of this violence, they need to step up and be stronger and take these children, because these are kids, out of harm's way. 
Then what needs to happen? There needs to be a police report that needs to be filed because this is violent. This is intentional infliction of emotional stress from a civil standpoint, but from a uh, criminal standpoint, this is an assault. An assault is any time someone does something that puts you in imminent harm, imminent fear that you're going to have be touched or battered. Someone calling you the N-word in public, a white person to a black person, that is an assault. So a police report should be filed. A actual complaint should be filed with the Department of Education, a Title VI complaint, both against the school that, that where they were planned and maybe even their own school for not stopping it. And then they should consult with a lawyer in their in their locale to sue the hell out of these people. Because this is intentional infliction of emotional distress. It is a Title VI violation. And it has to have zero uh, tolerance. And do not allow people to say it's uh, inappropriate language. It is violent language. It is racist language. It is not about inclusion and acceptance. It is about being anti-racist, as Teresa and Mustafa has already stated. Uh, I, I just think that you gotta you gotta deal with it in the moment, and then not allow for the well. You know, we don't know who said it. We don't know. We're looking into it, Mustafa. I'm like, yo, no, no, no. I'm saying right here, them, they gotta go, or, we, or this game is not continuing. Right. Yeah, without a doubt. Everything Teresa and Mario said. You know, it's interesting. When when I was an athlete coming up. If you cursed at a referee or if you cursed at another coach or if you, you know, you cursed at anybody, you get ejected from the game. So I'm wondering what the difference is when somebody weaponizes, you know, racial language that's different than the other things that you get kicked out of the game from. So my question also is, along with all these other people that we're asking to be more accountable, what happened with the referees, who actually are the ones who are supposed to control situations? If I throw something onto a basketball court, you know, and, and others do the same thing, they have no problem in telling folks, if you don't stop this type of behavior, then we're going to shut the game down and we're going to clear, you know, the arena or whatever it might be. So there's a whole bunch of accountability in this process, and we need to make sure that there's a comprehensive set of actions and strategies that we are putting in place moving forward. And yeah, they should have just said you're gone. Um, that's absolutely it. All right, folks, got to go to a break. We come back uh, for the first time since Reconstruction. A political official has been tossed out of office due to their participation in an insurrection. I'll explain. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Download the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Support us. Join our Bring the Funk fan club. Where our goal is to get 20,000 of our fans contributing on average 50 bucks each a year. That's $4.19 a month, 13 cents a day. You get this two-hour daily show, Farajah Muhammad's two-hour daily show, weekly shows by Deborah Owens, Jackie Hood Martin, Greg Carr, Stephanie Humphrey, bi-weekly Rolling with Rolling, one-hour interview show. You get all of that, folks. Uh, it's free. Uh, you just sign up for the app. Uh, it's free, but we also need your support, your donation, uh, joining our fan club. And again, um, again, support us in all that you can do so we can make this possible and produce a new compelling content for you that is Black-owned for us, by us. We'll be right back. When we invest in ourselves, we're investing in what's next for all of us. Growing, creating, making moves. 
that move us all forward. Together, we are black beyond measure. Can you believe the nerve of these Republicans? They only want to block progress for our community. They talk about cutting Medicare and Social Security. They played politics with veterans' health care. They voted against the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act and funding for our HBCUs and against lowering prescription drug costs for our seniors. These Republicans keep trying hard to stand in the way, but President Biden, Vice President Harris, and Democrats won't let them. They are delivering for us. The Democratic National Committee is responsible for the content of this advertising. When we invest in ourselves, our glow, our vision, our vibe, we all shine. Together, we are Black Beyond Measure. Hi, this is Cheryl Lee Ralph. Hello, everyone. It's Kiara Sheard. Hey, I'm Taj. I'm Coco. And I'm Lily. And we're SW. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. 
Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, y'all? It's Ryan Destiny, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. All right, folks, uh, the, four, the 14th Amendment deals with uh, the issue of uh, an insurrection. Check this out. Um, there's a county commissioner in New Mexico. A judge has tossed him out of office uh, as a result of his participation in the U.S. Capitol riot. That's right. Uh, this, this, the, the founder of the Cowboys for Trump, Cooey Griffin, is a county commissioner there. Uh, and this judge said that he uh, violated a clause in the 14th Amendment, uh, which keeps folks from participating in an insurrection against the U.S. government. Yeah, he's been thrown out. It's the first time a judge has formally ruled that someone that, that January 6th, what took place on January 6th, 2021, was indeed an insurrection. Folks, this is significant. Demar, I want to start with you. Uh, a, a lot of people are unaware of this clause in the 14th Amendment. It dates back to the Civil War. Uh, and folks have been unwilling to invoke this. Uh, in Georgia, some residents uh, tried to get Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene thrown off, uh, thrown out of office uh, on, on a similar deal here. But, uh, you know, this is one of, this is one of those uh, laws that it's sitting right there that no, that no one has tried to use before. And frankly, there are a number of elected officials who were involved with what took place on January 6th, and they were indeed domestic terrorists in doing so. So bravo to this judge for saying, hey, man, you got to go. Ain't no question. Once again, Roland, just like we just talked about with Don Staley, this is just another example of actual leadership and people utilizing the tools and the power that they actually have possessed to actually get things done in America today. We need more of this. It's clause three of the 14th Amendment that says these insurrectionists, these coup, coup, uh, people that try to do a coup in the United States, they don't have a right to be in leadership. They don't have a right to be an elected official. So I am proud of this judge. I hope other judges and other Democratic leaders would do the same thing with people all over this uh, land who tried to overthrow this country and are now elected officials. People like Jim Jordan, people like Josh Harley, people like Marjorie Green, you already talked about, and many, many others. So this is just a, another great example of leadership and people utilizing the power that they actually had. That point there, I think, is an important one, Mustafa. Use the laws right now. Uh, you know, you, you're hearing people say that Mary Garland, the attorney general, should be far more aggressive in how he is dealing with Donald Trump. Uh, the same thing. What these folks did on January 6th, it was pure domestic terrorism. It wasn't at all they were just taking a tour of the Capitol. No. We saw the video with our own eyes. It was abundantly clear. Right. Without a doubt. I, I, I'm still confused how there are members in the House... Um, who still have their job, because all of us who have taken federal service, you know, raised our right hand and said we would defend the Constitution against those both foreign and domestic. So we got domestic terrorists who are holding office, and we have not gotten rid of them. I mean, so it goes against everything 
that, um, you know, that the, the founders and others have written over the years. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if folks finally expand the utilization uh, of a point that we're making. And, and actually, if these folks don't want to be a part of our system, then they, they should not be being paid uh, as a part of the system. <laughs> uh, Teresa. Yeah, I totally agree with all of it. You know, we need to get everyone who decided to attack the country, attack the Capitol, um, and make sure that they don't do it again. If this is not a lesson learned for, you know, the United States, then I'm not sure um, what lesson is there to be learned. Because I think, you know, um, again, you know, we just got to make sure that, you know, especially those who are in elected office, um, that, again, they're utilizing their power, they're understanding that, you know, their job is to um, provide justice and safety for all. So half the battle is if, you know, we have elected officials who choose to be a part, choose to, you know, run with this rhetoric, um, then they need to get out of office. And I think, you know, the judge made it very clear and clean. And hopefully that is an example of what, um, you know, some of these others who decided to be unmasked, um, you know, this is the consequence that they have to look forward to in the future and right now. Uh, absolutely. And again, I, I really hope these judges uh, get uh, far more aggressive in dealing with these people. They are uh, boils on American society. And, and it's so funny. I was on MSNBC uh, on uh, Saturday and I, I call these folks evil. I call them for exactly what they are. Uh, and all oh, border right wing, they've been so upset with me, mad, angry. They've been tweeting me, emailing me. Their racism is showing, uh, Mustafa. And then I love these people. You know, I'm a grandmother of seven. I'm a Christian. I'm a Trump supporter. And I support a border wall. I support the military. How dare you call me evil? You started by saying I'm a Trump voter. <laughs> End of our conversation. <laughs> I mean, well, here's what this is what gets. This is really what gets me, Mustafa. Uh, the people who go, no, you, how dare you call me evil? Uh, but you progressives, you're communists, you're Marxists, uh, you, you're, you're Soros, all paid off. Uh, you're living on a plantation. Uh, what's the other one? They, 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 uh, you're socialist. They, they, they love toss those things out. But when Biden calls them semi-fascists, they lose their damn mind. Uh, or I call them evil, they lose their mind. Yo, wear it, because you're wearing it right now. Well, you know, privilege never allows you to believe that you are anything less than perfect <laughs> and everyone else is, is less than, than what you are. It's interesting. You know, racists never believe that they are who they are. And just like those who embrace evil would never believe um, that they uh, are contributing to the, to the evilness that goes on. So, you know, a part of it is this whole neglect that, that folks have going on where they just don't want to deal with the fact of their, of their views and, and of their sense of actions that are tied to that. So, you know, you, you, can't change every, you can't change everybody. You hope that some folks will actually wake up and realize what they're doing and become better folks. But you can't spend but so much time on that because there's too much work to do. No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, to, to Teresa, it's just been hilarious uh, dealing with it for the last 72 hours. And, and they are just upset in their feelings. 
because 75 million of us semi-fascists. Yeah. And your well, point. Look, if the shoe fits, wear it. But if it doesn't have anything pertaining to you, then you shouldn't be responding. You know, when I saw some of your tweets over the weekend, I just said, my God, what are we doing with our lives? So, because half the battle is, you know, um, individuals want a, to be a part of a group. They want to be a part of something, something sometimes people can't even touch. And unfortunately, in this case, this is this entire magna movement where it's something, you know, really just a collective um, decided that they wanted to pursue. And again, it's it's a branding, it's a marketing. Um, it's it's an interesting issue that I think, you know, we, we definitely need to have another conversation on. Um, but at the end of the day, if, if, if nothing, um, you know, if anything that you said, Roland, had to do with anybody that took it personal, then it is what it is. Maybe they need to check themselves. But otherwise, the truth is what it is. Um, you know, Demario, you know, you look, you're there in Oklahoma and it's a whole bunch of Trump suck ups there. Uh, when he had his big first rally after COVID, it was there in Tulsa. That's where, uh, Herman Cain went to die, uh, got COVID, came back, came back a few weeks later and died. Uh, and you know, these folks, uh, these folks, these folks really get upset when you call them out they really get upset. Uh, but look. Uh, you can't overlook the crappy stuff this man said before he was running, what he said while he was running, what he said after he won, and what he's saying right now. And I'm sorry, if you're supporting stupid, I'm going to call you stupid. Yeah, you know, and look, this is why racism is such a, a debilitating disease and such a destructive disease of the mind and the spirit. Because these individuals will say, oh, I'm not racist, and how dare you call me racist? when they're doing nothing but racist things. I mean, it's like the same individuals who say, oh, we just go back to prayer in school. Well, when we had prayer in school, we had segregated schools. When we had prayer in school, we had lynchings going on all around this country. When we had prayer in school, we had segregated water fountains and other things of that nature. So these people, the Crimea River, they always call them black people and so-called progressives as snowflakes. These are the biggest wimps, snowflakes, punks, whatever you want to call them. They always get their feelings hurt because they're not used to someone uh, speaking back on them. They like to be bullies. And as soon as you say something to them, they want to start crying. They're the ultimate Karen's and the, and, and the Kevin's. Karen's and Kevin's are what I like to call them. Uh, this for me is real simple. I punch back. Every time. Sir. So if y'all don't like it, that ain't my damn problem. Yep. That's your problem. Yep. Simple as that. So I ain't, I ain't, I'm not going to stop punching back. Uh, I think they're so used to folks backing down from them. And so I heard that conservative radio talk show host Mark Levin was talking trash about me. Okay, Mark, bring your punk ass on. Call me. Yeah. Email me. I'll debate you. It's Tucker, any day. Martha McCallum, Laura Ingram. Any of y'all, Sean Handy, I take on any of y'all, any day, anytime, anywhere. And so there's a reason why y'all don't call me. Yeah, but they, they, of course they don't want it. No, 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 no. They're, no, they don't want this smoke. 
Mm-mm. Now, I see the black folks, they book, and that's the folks they book who on this show. But they don't want this smoke because they know how it's going to end up. And so I'm not going to back down from any of them. And y'all can come on my Twitter feed. You come on my Instagram feed. You come on my Facebook page. Listen, I'm real fast with the block button. I can block several hundred of y'all in an hour. It really is not a problem. So if y'all want to swing and y'all want to debate, let's go. Let's go. Because we're not scared and won't be scared of any of y'all. Because truth will prevail. And we're going to expose the evil and expose the lies every single day. That's why I created this show four years ago. That's why I created the Black Star Network a year ago. And so, if y'all want some of this, all you got to do is email. I'll be there. But they say, let a brother know. Going to a break. (laughs) They don't want to. They don't want to. Going to a break, y'all. We come back. Uh, More on Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. We invest in ourselves. We all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. I remember being with The View when they said, we want to extend your contract. And I knew God said, it's time to move. It's time to go. And everybody was saying, Sherry, you got a great job. You're making all of this money. And I said, no, it's time. And they said, you ain't going to be able to. You've been away from Hollywood. And and I said, it's time to go. And when I didn't, right. that's when I realized I was about to go through this divorce. And I was gonna need, it was going to be expensive. It was going to be a lot. And I said, I'm going to stay. I said, I'm going to stay for a couple of years. So you make see, this money. See, go ahead. I'm going to make this money. And then I'll get out lower. So I'm going to do a compromise. I'm going to do what you say, but I'm going to do it on my thing. And he went, really? He went, really. And you know what? really they said that we were heavy in in contract negotiations and they came my manager called she said they're not gonna uh renew your contract and i went hey wait what suit what just yesterday they was offering me more money she said they just decided not to renew your contract and i remember sitting in front of the mirror at the view and i went what happened and it was very clear god said i told you it was time to go in ourselves we're investing in what's next for all of us growing creating making moves that move us all forward together we are black beyond measure on the next get wealthy with me deborah owens america's wealth coach did you know that 43 percent of americans say that they're going to go deeper into debt because the cost of everything is rising because of inflation. On our next Get Wealthy, you're gonna hear from money coach Lynette Kelfani Cox as she shares exactly what we need to do to stay out of debt and get wealthy. When I paid off my $100,000 in credit card debt, I was just doing strategies, kind of piecemeal. I was doing like what I thought would work. And then it was like, oh great, it did. It, 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 it was effective. Um, and then I was like, I should document this. I should explain like how I got out of debt. That's right here on Black Star Network with me, Deborah Owen, America's Vote. 
When you talk about blackness and what happens in black culture, we're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it, and you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause too long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in Black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Check some money orders. Go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 200-37- 0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Hey, I'm Deion Cole from Blackish. Hey, I'm Arnaz J. Black TV does matter, dang it. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore, and you're now watching Roland Martin right now. Stay woke. All right, y'all, I got a word of wisdom for white racists. If you're going to show your racism, don't do it on video. And two, don't name your employer when you're showing your ass. A white chemical engineer did just that on a plane coming back from London. He got booted from the plane. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Because of this. Let me grab your bag. It's one of these. I don't know, it's one of these. Well, it must be searching. That's what the fucking nice bag. All right, totally. sir, grab your bag. The fucking totally, the Swedish made bag. What do you want? What do you want? It's for you to grab your bag. What color is it? That's a black fucking bag. A black bag? Yeah, obviously I'm a white male that picked the black bag because I'm racist. homophobic slurs, racial slurs, and Zachary Easterly is without a job. Yeah, his his employer, uh, GlaxoSmithKline, canned his ass as a result of his meltdown. The company released a statement said at GSK, diversity, equity, and inclusion is embraced and celebrated, and we are committed in policy, principle, and practice to maintaining an environment which prohibits discriminatory behavior it provides equal opportunity for all persons. Now, Zachary admitted that he may have been a bit liquored up, um, but now he's without a job. So, so do me a favor. If you're a black chemical engineer out there, please, there's an opening at GlaxoSmith 
Klein. Uh, and I keep saying, uh, you know, Teresa, all these racists keep showing themselves, hey, we could end black unemployment uh, as they keep doing this day by day. It's unfortunate, but yes, you're absolutely right. Um, it's always interesting, you know, this new hyper uh, mentality of individuals who now decide that, you know, they are bold enough, you know, to um, bring out these racist, homophobic slurs and still are able to work at their jobs um, because probably it's, you know, they're comfortable um, in the skin that they're in, you know, so it's like literally since January 6th, it's no longer these backroom conversations. They have been more widely um, open and, you know, bold. So I am hoping that, you know, that individual who works at GlaxoSmithKline um, is also having a hard, hard conversation with his HR manager about his next steps at the company. Uh, the well, Ain't no next steps for him at the company. His ass gone, Demario. <laughs> Hearing. Demar Demario, will you stop t hitting the damn mute button? He acting like me. <laughs> you makers do not know how to use technology. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you what, I love that video you just showed, and I appreciate my sister Teresa. She's so nice. She said, unfortunate. I'm glad this happened to this guy. All I could think about was the Ric Flair said, cocaine's a hell of a drug, because that's all I was thinking about, that he was talking all that stuff. Look, like you said, don't be, if you go, don't be racist, number one. If you're going to be racist, don't be it on TV. This guy, hopefully he was arrested also. He should have been arrested because he was, again, lodging threats, violence, just because you, when you talk that way and you threaten people, that's violence. To me, that's almost terror. He almost a terrorist talking about, I hope you crash the plane. And I'm so glad to hear that he got his job. Um, he got, as you said, Roland, he got can. I don't believe in turning the other cheek. I don't believe in going high when they go low. I'm glad he got squashed. I hope he lost his job. I hope he has a police report. And I hope he has a lot of turmoil for this racism that he allowed the world to see. I mean, I, I just sit here and just laugh at these fools, Mustafa, because all they do, they just keep showing their racism. And guess what? Camera's rolling. Please, by all means, keep talking. All I can think about was that, that viral video where that lady said, you about to lose your job. As soon as he started talking, <laughs> <laughs> he was in the back of my head. It just kept going and going and going. I was like, you're an engineer. You're this damn dumb. But okay, that's it. No, he's destroyed his career. I don't think he really understood the significance of the moment. Who's going to hire you afterwards? Because folks continue to track individuals. And, you know, once you're viral, there's no way that you could ever go back into, you know, the area that you did. And if, it, if somebody does hire you, then that says that they believe in some of the things that you espouse to folks. So that's one side. Here's the other side. And I understand we live in a society that people want to, you know, kind of just you know, stay out of stuff. But I need my white brothers and sisters to also, when they see this type of stuff, then they need to make sure that they are also calling it out. You know, I'm not asking them to get up and put hands on anybody, but they should have been drowning him out and making sure that folks knew exactly how they feel about the things that he was saying. Um, and then the last part DeMario talked about, which is incredibly important. If that had been a person of color who told folks, I hope your plane crashes, we all know how that would play out. There'd be some police officers waiting for you when you got off, 
whether it's on the international side or here in the States, and there would be a much deeper conversation and you probably would be arrested and a number of other things that would play out in that situation. So, um, you know, yeah, continue to act up, continue to be caught on camera. You know, you need to keep that mess. You shouldn't do it, but if you're going to do it, do it in your home in the basement where you belong. Uh, and speaking of if you're not playing things smart, SeaWorld is not doing so. The family of two black girls um, that appear to be snubbed by costume character at Sesame Place in Philadelphia say all options on the table after a meeting was set up and the CEO of SeaWorld, he didn't show up. That's right, folks. Uh, the CEO, Mark Swanson, was supposed to meet with Jody Brown and her family last week, but the family attorney, Biavri Lamar, says Swanson was a no-show. Lamar said the family is tired of talking and released uh, the following statement. Uh, to appease the Brown family and the community at large, we were presented with the illusion that SeaWorld Entertainment wanted to do right and mediate the matter. However, what was labeled a mediation this week shifted to a meeting where the Browns were finally able to voice their concerns and they then offered a sandwich and cookies. Uh, Lamar uh, wrote, uh, Sesame Place and SeaWorld are defendants in a discrimination lawsuit making similar claims. Brown is not a party to that lawsuit. Uh, just saying, you might, SeaWorld, first of all, owns Sesame Place. Uh, Teresa, not smart PR for the CEO to skip the meeting. <laughs> No, um, it's not smart, and also uh, it also just shows um, where they think about you know this situation. You know, um, if, if the I, I don't, you know, I just feel like there's a lot of factors here. You know, I've heard um, Sesame Place uh, statement. I read it. You know, they were immediate. So shout outs to their communications team. But when it came down to actually trying to formulate decisions on solutions. The CEO was absolutely absent, which also can mean a various other things that, you know, the, the, the client in this case, Sesame Place CEO, just did not agree, you know, with, um, with whatever settlement, whatever solution was being brought to the table. And then also um, that they weren't even willing to listen. And so half the battle is, you know, the families are just asking, you know, for change. They're not asking for a new DEI uh, strategy. Uh, but they are asking for the attention of the corporation um, to actually do something. And so by being a no-show, it also adds to the additional heartache that the families and also consumers have to deal with uh, or may want to, ex uh, hopefully don't want to expect when they go to Sesame Place with their loved ones. If you're trying to get a story off the front page, uh, Mustafa, you don't contribute to another story. Exactly. You know, the CEO kind of showed folks where his priorities are. And I understand being busy, but you make time. You sit down. You listen. You share with folks what are the changes that you are going to make and what are the policies and procedures that you already have in place. And when you hire new folks, you, you also share what the sets of expectations are. Uh, and so it was just dumb. It was dumb not, not showing up. And you really want to a situation where you don't have black folks coming to, to your park. Um, so you, know, you make choices, and there are ramifications for your actions and your choices. Um, indeed. Uh, I'm just saying, um, I mean, 
I don't know what these folks are thinking, uh, Demario, uh, but uh, I see those families go next level. I bet you get his attention then. <clears throat> well, from a legal standpoint, I don't understand what the strategy is here. I mean, obviously, we're talking about the PR standpoint, but if you say you're going to mediate something, you know, when you go to a mediation, for those who, who, who are listening, anything that's said during a, a formal mediation cannot be used in court. So that's your opportunity to go, to listen, to, to, to speak your piece, hear from the other side. And if you don't get a resolution, they can't then come into court and say, oh, we're doing mediation. You say you was going to give us X, Y, and Z. So I don't understand legally why would you agree to an actual meeting and then not show up. That just doesn't seem smart to me at all. Then on the other side, for the plaintiffs who have already filed a lawsuit, at this point, uh, they're going to have to just move forward with that lawsuit. And it's a lot different uh, than being on TV, doing press conferences, which, you know, we do a lot of those, and getting on rolling and talking about the issue. I mean, they probably really was trying to get this case resolved without actually going into court and actually having to prove damages uh, in, a, in a court of law, in a federal court, and everyone has to be unanimous. That's a lot more difficult than getting on TV. So it's unfortunate I use my sister Teresa's word. It's unfortunate that this could not have been resolved at this point, because at the end of the day, it's going to take more time and more resources uh, for those plaintiffs, those families, and those kids before they get any type of resolution. So I hate to see this. I don't understand the legal strategy and the PR strategy, as you stated, Roland, certainly don't make any sense. Um, uh, it does not, uh, but uh, you know what? Uh, and so it goes. Hey, y'all, some good news for uh, black Olympic swimming hopefuls. Soul cap, the swimming cap for people of color, finally has gotten approval uh, from, um, the, uh, from the International Sports Governing Body for swimming. Uh, it is called the Black Hair Swim Cap. Uh, uh, the creator of Soul Cap says the new approval is a, quote, huge step in the right direction, bringing inclusive swimwear into competitive swimming and helping to bring down some of the obstacles that are keeping swimming swimmers away from the sport. Uh, athletes like Alice Deering, Great Britain's first black Olympic swimmer, can compete while protecting her curly afro. This was an issue in the Olympics this year where they were not allowed to use these caps, uh, and it was a lot, lot of controversy. They've now gotten approved. And, and this is a perfect example, Mustafa, where uh, you've got to have cultural competency, where for so long uh, these rules were established, frankly, for white people. Uh, and you have black folks uh, who with, with different hair who are saying, hey, these, these caps don't work for us. They they saw the solution, but uh, FINA uh, wouldn't let them use them in, in the uh, Olympics. Now they can be used. Yeah, you know, they've always had this Eurocentric lens that they've operated from. And, you know, even though you have countries you know, from all across the planet who come together, you know, I'm glad that in this moment that they're finally beginning to actually move into the 21st century in relationship to sort of their, their policies that they are moving forward on. So, first of all, congratulations, SoulCap. Um, it's a huge win for so many um, of our brothers and sisters who are into water sports. Um, Teresa. Yeah, I was literally raising my hand saying, thank God, finally. Um, I know there's many, uh, I remember when I used to lifeguard way back in the day, but that was always an issue. You know, there was never any caps that would, you know, help um, black and brown 
kids um, who wanted to swim um, because they was always worried about their hair and also affording, uh, you know, their next hairstyle was always another uh, issue. So they obviously just didn't learn how to swim um, and, and just didn't take it seriously. So I'm glad this is um, no longer a hindrance um, for those who want to learn and are willing to learn. And um, also, you know, the Olympic, you know, finally just woke up and said, hey, times are changing, and so do we. DeMario, I consistently say that we are a country, a world that's, uh, that operates by white standards. Now what you are seeing are people who are saying, you know what, I'm just not going to conform to how y'all roll. So you know what, we're going to create things that work for us. And uh, if that means forcing your hand, so be it. And that's what it takes when you live in a society and a world that's been dominated by Europe for 500 years. That is an unfortunate fact. And so I'm proud of this company that they were able to, number one, create a product that was a, and, and fulfill a need in the market. So that was good. They created a product that was at such a high level that Olympians want to use it. And then they didn't stop with the initial no. They continued to move forward, go through the channels, do what it was necessary to do to get the actual approval. So now not only will this help Olymp Olympics uh, uh, swimmers, but as Mustafa stated, it will help this company and other entrepreneurs. So more black people can see when there is a need for something that impacts us, something that we need to create it and then create a market and be successful as an entrepreneur and as a problem solver. You know, and, and I know there's someone who is uh, um, who's saying, well, you know, this applies to the Olympics. Uh, but but with the reality, Mustafa, um, this impacts um, folks uh, all over. This impacts uh, every day. We, we, we're seeing how uh, folks in high schools and middle schools, and elementary schools uh, are having to deal with their hair and these white standards in terms of what's acceptable. Uh, and, and hopefully this is going to impact younger swimmers, uh, individuals who may want to swim, but they're concerned about their hair, who now say, hey, there's a now a cap I can wear uh, and I can maintain my culture, but I can still swim. Exactly. You know, not knowing how to, to swim uh, is a very dangerous situation because you never know when you might be close to water and accidentally get, fall in, somebody might throw you in, all kinds of things. So being able to increase, you know, the more brothers and sisters, especially at young ages, who are learning to swim is incredibly important. I learned to swim in Puerto Rico. My uncle taught me when I was like five years old. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm truly excited about this because it not only is it going to help to build wealth, you know, inside of our community for this company and hopefully others, but it also helps us to protect our health. Uh, indeed, indeed. All right, folks, Nick Giovanni, the renowned poet and author, is retiring after 35 years at Virginia Tech University. She, of course, again, poet, essayist, author. She began teaching there uh, in 1987. Uh, after hearing her speak at a conference, uh, school faculty member Jenny, Jenny Fowler recruited her to teach there. The president of Virginia Tech, Tim Sands, said in a statement, Nick Giovanni has been an important and deeply valued presence 
on our campus, giving voice to the spirit of Virginia Tech and helping us celebrate, mourn, learn, heal, and be better. Her words will continue to inspire us and touch readers around the world. And while we will miss her regular presence on campus, she will always be a beloved member of our university community. Uh, Nikki Giovanni uh, this is a Fisk University graduate, a civil rights activist and poet. She became known after her involvement in the black arts movement in the 1960s. And first, she first established the first black arts festival in Cincinnati, Ohio in 1967. If y'all want to see a great interview, simply go to uh, our YouTube channel. Uh, Keenan, uh, you're listening. Go ahead and load that on the Black Star Network. Go to the app. Uh, we had a great conversation with Nikki Giovanni uh, in our old studio here on Roland Martin Unfiltered, the Black Star Network. Great chat. Uh, and, uh, and and what's so crazy is we talk more about food. She loves to cook. And, boy, she threw some shade at Maya Angelou. She's like, yeah, Maya thought she can cook, but she really couldn't. But uh, <laughs> y'all got to see the interview. It was fantastic uh, talking to uh, Nikki. So I hope y'all enjoy that. And so, again, it should be on our YouTube channel. I know it's on the YouTube channel. But also, uh, Keenan will load that up uh, in our Black Star Network under our book club, Roland's Book Club, and you can check that out. All right, folks, let me go to a break. We come back. Uh, our Marketplace segment, we'll talk to uh, a sister uh, who created uh, her, uh, her own company. Uh, you, know, you know, we always feature these Black-owned companies uh, in this particular space, uh, and it is called Afro Unicorn. We'll explain Afro Unicorn when we come back. Right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network, live in, La uh, live in New Orleans. I'll tell you a little bit later why I'm here. Big announcement we're making tomorrow. Uh, if you want to support us in what we do, download the Black Star Network app. We are one years old on Sunday. Uh, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Apple TV, Android TV, uh, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. And, of course, you can join our Bring the Funk Fan Club. Every dollar you give goes to support this show. Our goal is to get 20,000 of our fans on an annual basis, contributing on average 50 bucks each. That's $4.19 a month, 13 cents a day. Uh, and you can support us cash app. Uh, first of all, check in money order to P.O. Box 57196. Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale, Roland at RolandSMartin.com. Roland at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. We'll be right back. When we invest in... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu ourselves our glow our vision our vibe we all shine together we are black beyond measure hatred on the streets a horrific scene a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence white people are losing their damn minds an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol. We're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. Next on A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, the great resignation is upon us. Yes, it's real. People, young and old, are evaluating their lives and making some determinations whether to stay or to go. But before you take the leap, you need to examine your motives and make a plan. It's not so much about doing this thing or starting this business or, you know, leaving where you are to do something different. It's about getting in touch with you. How to make change while also keeping balance here on the next balanced life with me dr jackie on black star network 
When we invest in ourselves, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. We're all impacted by the culture, whether we know it or not. From politics to music and entertainment, it's a huge part of our lives. And we're going to talk about it every day right here on The Culture with me, Faraji Muhammad, only on the Black Star Network. Hey, I'm Donnie Simpson. Hi, I'm Eric Nolan. I'm Shantae Moore. Hi, my name is Latoya Luckett, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Folks, uh, hey, all y'all YouTube folks, why y'all tripping? Hit the damn like button. Why are we not at a thousand right now? I shouldn't have to be asking y'all hit the like button, okay? Nearly two thousand y'all watching right now. Hit the doggone button. It ain't that hard, okay? Same as on Facebook and same as on Twitch and Instagram and other platforms of where you're watching. All right, y'all. Time for our marketplace segment. A black woman is the first black female-owned business uh, to enter Walmart's celebrations party category. The company is called Afro Unicorn. It's a conscious brand that celebrates women and children of color. They have 20 exclusive products line. The 20 exclusive products line joins Walmart's roster of celebrations brands in more than 1,500 stores across the country and on Walmart.com. Joining me from L.A. is April Showers, the founder of Afro Unicorn. Glad to have you on the show, April. All right, so what is Afro Unicorn? <laughs> Well, first, hey, Roland, thanks for having me. Um, Afro Unicorn is a lifestyle brand to remind women and children of color how unique, divine, and magical we truly are. It's a brand of accessories and apparel just so women and children can feel confident in the skin that they're in and embrace the crowns on their heads. So that is what Afro Unicorn is. It's a lifestyle brand. Basically okay, so it's in, it's in, it's in the... It's in the party category, so... Explain that. What are the what are the products? So we're in several categories now, but we did launch in Walmart and celebrations. Um, so you see a lot of the products here: balloons, even the hair bowls. There's plush. There are party favors, plates, napkins, streamers, everything you could think of to throw a party that represents who you are and your uniqueness, divineness. We have a full party line. We also have apparel. So you see the girls are riding around wearing Afro Unicorn tees. So we're in all doors at Walmart for little girls' apparel as well. Pinatas. Everything you see is available at Walmart as well as the apparel. So Afro Unicorn. Uh, obviously, when... Uh, obviously, when you uh, sign one of these deals, you have to ramp up considerably in terms of staff... So, so how large uh, was your staff before this deal and what did you have to do to deal with the anticipated demand uh, to be in 1,500 stores as well as be on their website? So we're actually in over 3,800 stores because we're in all doors on the apparel side at Walmart. Um, I'm a licensed brand. Afro Unicorn, I'm the first black woman to have a licensed brand character in major retail. What that means is we are exactly like your Disney's, your Nick's, your Marvel's. I sit on the shelves directly next to them. Because I'm a licensed brand, um, I do how they do it. It's fortunate that 
we have an a equal seat at the table. So yes, my team has grown, but I don't have 50 to 100 employees because as a licensor, I don't have to have that many people because I have partners. I have over 40 licensees um, that I work with to get us all out into retail. This is the first launch, which is apparel and um, party, but we're going into over 15 different categories in Walmart. We're also going to be launching into Target. So it's a I say it's a Hello Kitty of, of modern day. So think of whatever product you can think of, you're going to see Afro Unicorn on it. So I'm a licensed brand character. I'm just like Mickey Mouse. I'm just like LOL. So that is how I'm able to get it out because I have licensees that are able to help execute the demand. All right. Questions from my panel. First up, uh, Mustafa. Yeah, well, congratulations. My my sister, when I was growing up, she loved unicorns, but she only had a little pink unicorn. So uh, I'm so glad that I can now share this with my nieces. My question is, you know, how do you make choices about um, uh, the products that you're going to move forward? Are there young children and others who play a role in helping you to decide what they like, or are there others who are part of that um, decision-making process? Well, I do have my um, in, my inner team, which consists of my social media manager, Kalia, my assistant, Lianca, my manager, Askia, and they all have children, well, except Lianca. So I do rely on their children's input. I also rely on the little girl that actually got us into Walmart with a viral video. It was Cassidy Brianna. She had, she was taking a photo shoot after Unicorn. Somebody walked by and said, I love your hair. And she said, thank you, it's an Afro. And that particular video went viral. So she is, she's now my, she'll be six on the 18th. She is my unicorn expert. So I tend to always lean on her with everything unicorn as it relates. So I use Cassidy very heavily because she got us in. So I want to make sure we stay in. Uh, Teresa. Well, congratulations from a fellow entrepreneur. I absolutely love the brand. And I I literally was sending uh, to my group text of friends, like Afro Unicorn is the new Marvel. So <laughs> very excited. Um, so <laughs> look, you said it. I think it's great. So one of my questions for you, um, you know, as you were starting this brand, what was the thought process, you know, of this? You know, was it you just got tired of seeing unicorn being one color? Um, and why a unicorn? So my friend kept referring to me as a unicorn. And I'm like, why do you keep calling me a unicorn? He said, well, because you have your businesses. I'm a insurance agent. I'm also a licensed real estate broker. I'm a single mom of two amazing black honor roll student boys. And he said, you're a unicorn, April. I'm like, why? He's like, cause you're doing it all. I'm like, cause I'm a woman. He's like, nah, you are a unicorn. So I'm like, I don't know nothing about unicorns. I did not grow up with my little pony or strawberry shortcake. It was literally basketball, video games, mud pies. So I Googled them and I saw what they were about, mystical creatures and that they were unique. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be this unicorn. I started to use that emoji over and over again. And like you said, one day, like a pound of bricks, it hit me. Why is it that something's supposed to represent who I am and my uniqueness and my magicalness? Why is it only white? Like, who determined that this is supposed to be the color of unicorns? So it no longer resonated with me. So I went out to go find one that looked like me. I couldn't find one. And so instead of complaining about it, I wanted to be the change that I wanted to see. And that's why I created Afro Unicorn. But there was a why behind my brand. The why behind it was I was being called a unicorn because I was managing multiple businesses. Therefore, I started my platform in 2019 on social media to promote 
other women entrepreneurs. It really started off as a woman's brand and because I was being called a unicorn myself. So I was highlighting women in their businesses and then started highlighting kids in their businesses. But I come from Zig Ziglar's. If you help enough people get to where you want to be, you'll get to where you need to be. So the platform from day one has been highlighting who you are, what makes you unique, divine, and magical, and me telling my followers to go follow and support your brands and your businesses. And that's how we actually started to grow. And that's how we got a lot of celebrity following in the beginning. Everything is organic. I do not pay my followers to rock support Afro Unicorn. I support them. In return, they support me. That's how the universe is supposed to work. Awesome. If you need any additional PR communication support, please reach out to us. Demario. Shoot, I'm like Teresa. I'm gonna be a lawyer. I'm so <laughs> this is tight. <laughs> Please DM me afterwards because I got a contract coming up. I need somebody to look at. So okay, sounds good. Let me tell you, I um uh, I have a little two year old niece, and I'm just I'm just in love with her. And this is dope. I went on your website. I see you as a Bettina. The ballerina. I mean, I'm I'm ordering that for my little niece Harper. It's it's so make so amazing. Sure on Af- just make sure you're on AfroUnicorn.com. There are other businesses out there that are not AfroUnicorn, so please make sure you are on AfroUnicorn.com. Just want to make oh, that clear. Absolutely, no question. Um, I, I thought about Mr. Wonderful off uh, Shark Tank when you talk about licensing, licensing, licensing. Uh, my question is, how do you decide? who you're going to make, allow to be a licensee, and then can you explain to the audience a little bit what that actually means? So the way that I try to explain it so that we can understand, I go back to the infamous Kanye and Sway interview where he was, you know, having that very strong, aggressive conversation with Sway saying, you know, how Sway, how Sway, and Sway was like, you know, you got money, Kanye, just go get your own facility, just go... Print your own shirts. Do your own shoes. And he was like, you ain't got the answers. Like, that's not how the Calvin Kleins, that's not how the Tommy Hilfiger's, that's not how they're getting it done. And they're not giving me that information. I'm trying to figure out why I can't get there. I lost $13 million trying to open up the warehouse and do it myself, Sway. So that's not the answer, and you don't have it. Fast forward eight years later, or six years later, he does a licensing deal with Adidas, and now he's a billionaire. So licensing is basically how you're able to get your products to mass distribution all over the world without having to necessarily manufacture yourself. Like, I don't have anyone packaging orders here or shipping them out. It's all that. It's about that work smarter, not harder. But the problem with licensing, like Kanye was saying, it's information. Our people perish for lack of knowledge. It is a very small, tight Jewish community for the most part. It's very, very tight. They're all in New York for the most part. Um, and if you don't have a seat at the table, and I, I hear him, you know, he's fighting right now. If they don't give you that seat, seat at the table, you're kind of a, you kind of just don't know about licensing. So we're very fortunate as the first black woman to have a licensed brand character that sits on the shelves next to all of the other characters, it is really, really a big, big deal. And to answer your question, how do I decide? I look at to see, like, who they currently represent. 
So if I know they got Disney, if I know they have Nick, um, I know I have the best in class. Um, so that's why I try to navigate with. So right now it's really about me, us trying to figure out how do we get this information of licensing down to other people and minorities that look like us and how do we get them into this licensing game? Because we're not in it. We're just really, really not in it. I know 50 Cent, they've done it. I think Russell's done it. A lot of people, a few people have done it, but not a lot because they don't allow us that access. They don't, we don't get that same information. And so our goal with Afro Unicorn with me and my manager, Askia, is to help build other brands through this licensing funnel. So that is the goal of Afro Unicorn. I want to keep it from how it was from day one. And Afro Unicorn has always been to help promote other businesses. And that's what we're going to do through licensing as well. Dope. All right, then. Uh, well, uh, that is uh, that is awesome. Uh, give folks, again, the website where they can get more information. So our website is afrounicorn.com. Again, please go to afrounicorn.com. Um, don't just search Afro Unicorn. Ever since we've popped up, there's been others on the scene. So please make sure you're searching afrounicorn.com. We're also available in Walmart, in the celebration aisle, as well as in apparel. Yep, there you go. All it's right, awesome. April Showers, we appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. All right, you take care. All right, folks, uh, I am here in New Orleans. Y'all want to be tuning in tomorrow uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central, where uh, there is going to be a news conference, a big announcement uh, with regards to um, with Urban Edge Network and Roland Martin on the Phillips and the Black Star Network. Uh, we are here. Uh, we will actually we'll be streaming it live. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Uh, it is a uh, major announcement we're making. Uh, can't tell you right now, uh, but uh, I think uh, it's going to be great. We'll be, we'll be live with the show right after the announcement. That is, it's going to be a news conference taking place from 3 to 4.30 Central, 4.30 to 5.30 Eastern, and then we go live at 6.00. Uh, and so uh, it is going to be great uh, to share it with you. I told you all some things that I've been working on, uh, and this is one of those things. And so we look forward to sharing this big news with you tomorrow. Hey, YouTube, y'all tripping. Okay, I don't understand why we're not at 1,000 likes by now, okay? So y'all need to go hit the doggone like button real quick so we can knock <laughs> this out, all right? So stop playing. I keep telling y'all, keep playing around. I shouldn't have to be asking y'all to hit the damn like button. It's real simple. Pop on, hit like button, keep it moving. All right. Um, let me, uh, let me thank, uh, Mustafa, Teresa, and Demario being uh, on today's show. Thank you so very much. Uh, folks, uh, some great things are happening. We were off Friday, off yesterday for Labor Day. Sunday was the first anniversary of the Black Star Network, fourth anniversary of Roland Martin Unfiltered. Uh, it has been a great four years. Yes, time has flown by. And see, what I love, it was a lot of people who were running their miles, uh, who were sitting there saying, oh, we were not going to last a year. We're not on year four. I tried. I tell. I told y'all first and foremost, y'all should never doubt somebody uh, who follows directions from God. That's just first. Two, uh, never doubt uh, the resolve uh, of when, as Tyler Perry said, when you want to build your own table versus you begging somebody else to be uh, at their table. Uh, and uh, three, uh, d do understand you have to do you. You have to do you. You can't get caught up. 
uh, in folk wanting you to do other things and being other things. No, you have to believe in yourself uh, and your vision for what it is that you are trying to create, what it is you're trying to build. And so that's what we did here. And even when we lost the Black Star Network, people were like, oh my God, it's not going to work. Well, guess what? Faraji Muhammad has his daily show. Deborah Owens has a weekly show. Jackie Hill Martin's a weekly show. Greg Carr's a weekly show. Stephen Humphrey has a weekly show. Rolling with Rollins is, is of course, uh, bi-weekly. Uh, then, of course, uh, we are working on two or three other show concepts as we speak. Our uh, First of all, we are negotiating right now, launch a 24-hour streaming channel. We may very well have that streaming channel launched by mid-October. All of these things are happening, and y'all have been a huge, huge part of that. The people who've supported the show, the panelists who've come on, uh, provided their, uh, their knowledge and expertise, and so I appreciate all of them, and for all of you who watch as well. Uh, and look, we're, we're, we're continuing to beat the, beat the doors down when it comes to advertising and trying to raise these dollars uh, to build because that's what it's all about. Uh, and so when you see me uh, calling companies out, there's a reason I'm doing so because the reality is we cannot have uh, black news. We cannot have bill capacity. We cannot have larger media companies if we're not getting those resources. We shouldn't be begging and hoping CNN or MSNBC or, or one of those networks covers us. No, 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 no. I ain't trying to do that. Uh, I'd rather us own our own cameras, on our own platforms, telling our own story. And so we thank all of you who have been with us uh, for the last four years of Roland Martin Unfiltered, the last one year of Black Star Network. And I guarantee you there are bigger things ahead. And one of those things you will learn tomorrow when we make the announcement here in New Orleans. And so until then, please download the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. And of course, you can join our Bring the Funk fan club. Cash your checks, go to P.O. Box 5, excuse me, check a money orders. P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 2037-0196. Uh, and of course, uh, Cash App, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal's R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Uh, Zale is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. That's it. I'll see you tomorrow, folks, right here from New Orleans. And don't forget, get your book. You can pre-order White Fear right now. Pull the graphic up, y'all. Pre-order White Fear right now. It drops September 13th. That is a week from today. Let's get those copies in. Uh, you can uh, order the book from Ben Bella Books, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, Bookshop, Indie Books, uh, Books A Million, as well as Target, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. Uh, please get your copy today. All right, folks, I'll see you tomorrow. Holla! From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council.